Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. I almost did it. I almost did it, and then I lost confidence and went back to it. I almost read the entire intro without the script. Wow, Mike. Look at you. Yeah. I mean, I knew I knew if I did it long enough, I'd remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, long enough that's almost longer than your last podcast, and yeah, you finally nailed it down. That last podcast had a lot simpler intro, if I remember correctly. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I didn't even have one. We just kind of did it. Yeah, it was and like it, some music or something, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was well, good. Either way, either way, Mike, I'm very proud of you. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not fully there yet, but it's pretty good, though, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty you good. Know, it's a lot to say, and it's hard to remember it from memory, you know? I, I always knew I always knew you'd get there at some point, you know? <laughs> now the ending. No, that's not gonna be <laughs> No, no. No, that'll never happen. It's gonna take more than eighty four episodes to get that one down, Pat, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh how are you doing, sir? You doing well? Doing well. I very much enjoyed the nice weather on the weekend. It was like a, I think twenty two degrees or something like that. My God. Summer was here and then today showed up and summer was gone. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yesterday was crazy. I actually got a bit of sunburn yesterday being yeah, inside. So did we. We all got a little sun touched. Nothing too major, but uh guy got a lot of stuff done outside and I was like, well, okay, I'm gonna keep doing it today. And no, no, it's <laughs> not the case. <laughs> and it probably it's probably supposed to get down to like four degrees or something over the next couple of days. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah, somebody my co not my coworker, my neighbor, I ran into him and he's like, This weather's terrible, right? And I'm like, Yeah, it is. And, uh, and he's like, it's supposed to snow. And I'm like, it better damn well not. <laughs> like, so Yeah, because I think you and I were both working on the same thing. I think we both were cleaning up our backyards and getting them ready for barbecue season and everything like that. Yeah, we actually did a major, I don't want to say reno, because we did absolutely nothing to renovate. We just moved some stuff around. Is we, we have patio furniture that we've had for a few years, but we've never really had it in a good spot. And this year, we kind of perfected where it is and, and i think it's in good enough spot that you know if we were ever ever able to entertain people again we could actually entertain people in the backyard and it would might be nice you know <laughs> well that's good that's good yeah but the only problem though that i found is so far it's making it 10 times more of a job to go outside with william because that's something that we've been doing lately because you know there's only so much you can do with a kid indoors so we take him outdoors and he loves playing in the backyard well now that there's all of this stuff sitting there he wants to climb on all of it right well that that means that for all of these couches and stuff because your area i know like your backyard area is a lot more covered than ours ours is basically wide open to the elements right so we don't leave any of the cushions out we have to put them in the shed so you have to go in advance put the cushions out and then you can bring the boy out otherwise he's going to start falling through the bottom of chairs because they don't have anything in them <laughs> you know that feels like a teachable moment to me you know it's like you do at one time and then you learn your lesson going forward yeah well so far william doesn't learn those kind of lessons so <laughs> we'll just we'll just yeah. keep being safe and, and getting those cushions out there as quickly as possible and then putting them away putting them away is just as bad because it's like oh let's let's put these cushions away and he's like I'm going to go in this cabinet that like all of the cushions came out of. And I'm like, mm, maybe you shouldn't go in that box, buddy. You know, like. <laughs> but does he help you put the cushions away, though? Like, does he carry them to the shed? 
No, no, he just tries to get in. He just tries to get in the shed. Oh, or, like, in, not in the shed, but in the box that the cushions go in, in the shed. <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh, maybe, maybe this is a two-person job kind of yeah. a thing. Like, yeah. w- one to watch and one, you know, one to do the work kind of a thing. Well, get your little backpack leash out there, Mike, and you can time to the fence while you... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that would be, right, right. That would work. That might work. I, I yeah. can imagine the screaming. I can imagine yeah. the screaming be great. Yeah. But, but how, how's your last week been? How, you been keeping well? Yeah, it's been doing good. Ben has been just doing a million new things all the time. I mean, I, maybe not new, new, but uh, he's been doing what Tiff describes as weekend at Bernieing. So I get, apparently, there's a dance called the Bernie. Or just Bernie? Are you familiar with this? No, I didn't realize that that movie was popular enough to have a dance after. Yeah, so it's it's basically the dance where you kind of like tilt your head all the way back and you're pointing your chest as close to up as you can while you dangle your arms beneath you. As a corpse would do. Yeah, exactly. And so that's kind of the dance. So Ben has been doing the exact same thing. We feel like he's sort of testing his like balance boundaries. So he'll like lean his head all the way back and see how far he can go before he falls over. And then he'll do like the forward way and then the side way and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of funny outside on the grass, but inside on the hard tile in the kitchen, not as funny, you know, because he'll he'll fall and whack his head on that one. But uh, I guess he's just learning what he can do. He can climb my ladder now. I was putting away Tiff's snow tires, so we have it kind of mounted on the wall in the in the garage. So I brought him in there knowing full well he's going to take a run at this. You know, I've got like a, a seven-foot step ladder, and I uh, put it out there, put the tires up, and then I say, okay, you climb up. And five seconds all the way to the top, Mike. Oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't take him any effort at all. So I was both horrified and super proud at the same time. <laughs> it's like I can never put the ladder down ever again. No, definitely not. Not at least not in his presence. That's for sure. No, no. But I mean, at the same time, maybe he's not scared of heights. So that'll be good in the future when I want him to do stuff that I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, go, going up on your roof and stuff. Yeah, shoot him up there instead of me. He has become obsessed with the lawnmower. So I cut my grass uh, for the first time this year, and he's watched me do it in the past, but he was less than a year old when he'd seen it before. But now, my God, so I cut it yesterday, and he was just like, wow, 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 like just wowing the whole time. And then over dinner, for 25 minutes straight, was just like, lawnmower, lawnmower, except he says monmower. Monmore? Yeah, like monmore, monmore. And he's just like, monmore, dad, dad, monmore, my dad, dad, monmore. <laughs> It's just (laughs) going on and on about the damn lawnmower. So we had to like go, we had to go say goodnight to the lawnmower, Mike, (laughs) before we went to bed. We had to go into the garage, wave goodbye to the lawnmower. That's how obsessed he has become with this thing. That sounds, yeah. You know, it sounds promising because then soon he can be doing the lawn, you know, the lawnmower, and you don't have to do anything. Well, that's what I was going to say. We'll get him with a pair of white New Balance. He can get them all grass stained up, and he'll be uh, the perfect dad, right? Jeez, all you need is a pool to teach him how to clean the pool out, and you like you don't even need to do any work anymore. <laughs> He's got you a lawnmower kid. You got he goes up on the ladder. You can get him to get out the gutters. You know, yeah, a little handyman. I think you know, bright future ahead of him. That's for sure. And we already know that he's good with a hammer. He, he like he tries to murder you with it, and maybe <laughs> not, don't teach him other tools. Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, he's better. He hits the nails he, and such. Yeah, he he actually hits the things he's supposed to do, and he actually he really likes. He has like a little toy drill, so he likes to drill things. That's the new one. Uh, watch your temples. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
<laughs> what else have we been doing? We started potty training a little bit. A little bit now. Really? Already? Hmm. I, I mean, we're not taking it super seriously, but we have his little toilet set up. I think you guys have one too. But, you know, we're we're putting him on her at night, you know, just for a few minutes, just so he kind of knows what's going on. And inevitably, he gets off the toilet and then pees on the floor. But at the same time, it's a good thing to say, hey, look at that. You know, the pee comes out of you. Maybe you should pee in the toilet just like mommy and daddy and that kind of stuff. So, you know, baby steps, Mike. But uh, eventually, we'll we'll do the go ahead. I know that they're able to get potty trained at this age. So we'll see. We'll see how much patience we have. It was definitely a lot easier with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the only other Ben thing we've been doing is we have cut out TV again or severely limited it. The reason being is we found what well, was two things is it became a huge crutch for us. So oftentimes I, you know, I put on a TV show to answer an email and then an hour later I'd be like, oh crap, <laughs> you know, I've been having him in front of the TV for an hour. But we also noticed that he started talking less and like words that he knew he wouldn't use those words anymore. So we were getting a little bit concerned about that kind of stuff. But then as soon as we we kind of clipped it and then, um, you know, over the next couple of days, they all came back and now obviously he's stringing words together and stuff. So obviously we've done no real harm or anything like that. But we figured, you know, what better, you know, rather than let them watch for hours per day, we'll just kind of keep it to an episode or two and then uh, be done with it. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of my my Ben excitement. What's William been doing? In more talking news in general, I guess we've we've been doing our best to try and keep you know William's vocabulary going. If you recall, he says teeth, and he says kitty, and he says doggy, and he's still sticking pretty hard to those those ones. So we've been trying to look into things that we can get him to do to to say more words, and it's interesting, like some of the stuff that we've been trying and. Not a lot of success, but there has been some small successes. Mm -hmm. Things that we were doing is we we were reading that you don't ask as many questions. So you don't say things like, are you eating a cookie? You say things like, you're eating a cookie kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. Additionally, a lot more calling each other mommy and daddy, which is weird. Oh, oh, do you not? Do you guys not do that now? Well, no, we do, but it's it's different when it's like you know, kind of outside of the bedroom, right? Yeah, like, like it's <laughs> shut up. <laughs> wow, wow! I, I hope that's a delay of the internet and, <laughs> and not that, of you. No, right? that was that was more of a my brain doesn't work like it used to. Yeah, yeah, but it's more of like it's weird, like. I don't know about you and Tiff, but when I talk about Laura, I say Laura. But when I'm talking to Laura, I don't say Laura. I say hun, you know, like stuff like that. Like, it is very rare for either myself or Laura to call each other by our names kind of a thing. Right. And then it's even weirder to call each other by a, like, a, even though we use like nicknames and stuff all the time, it's even weirder to use a title and that title be like mommy and daddy. I don't know why. Like I, I could be sitting with him and I'll be like, do you want mommy? Let's go get mommy kind of a thing. But like if mommy's standing there and I'm like, what do you think, mommy? That's just weird to me. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. But for whatever reason, that 
has been really weird for for us. We're, we're, we've been doing it, and it's, it's odd because sometimes we need to like prompt each other because it's not something we would normally do. But every so often, Laura's looking at me, and she's like mouthing a word, and I'm looking at her like, what are you talking about? And then she's like, say mommy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, mommy wants you to do this. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> so uh, well, here's a question. Do you call your parents, and obviously Laura's parents as well, grandma and grandpa now? Like, is that like the default go-to rather than mom and dad? Yeah, but like... When I'm talking to them and my kid's not there, I still say mom and dad. So it's, you right. know, it's weird. It's weird. That's the thing. Mom and dad are my parents, not my wife not you. and me, you know. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. That's one thing that we've been doing. And another thing that we were reading that, that is supposed to be very helpful is leave out words in their favorite songs and let them fill them in. Right. So we found some success, but it's not really with words more with an action. So William has started to, obviously I'm sure you're familiar with the Wiggles song, Rockabye Your Bear. Right. When it gets to the Rockabye Your Bear part, he does the action, the rocking of the bear action kind of a thing. So we noticed that he did that. And then, so we started singing that song to him more because we, he would do the action. And then Laura found this thing about, you know, stop saying the, the song and see if they fill it in. So we were doing the song, we were singing the song, and the part at the end of the song is Bear is now asleep, shush, shush, shush. And we went and we did it and we got to that part. And when we did the shush, 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 we just didn't do it. And he just stared at us and went, <laughs> And we're like, oh, he did it. He did it. He's doing the shushing, you know? So, so we're excited about that. And it's so funny because when he did it, we were like, oh my God, he did it. He did it. So let's get him to do it again. So unfortunately, to get there is a very long setup for little to no payoff half the time because you have <laughs> to right. do, you know, everybody clap, 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 clap. Everybody sing, la, 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 bow to your partner. Good day. Good day. And then you turn around. Woohoo. Hands in the air. Rock a bear. Bear's not asleep. And then you wait for him to go, shh, you know, and that, as that's a long wait for him to just stare at you like, huh, you know, <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, man. So he does it sometimes. He doesn't do it sometimes. One thing that was really funny is I've told you about Pancake Manor. He listens to Pancake Manor. So it's a great kids thing that we get him to listen to. Pancake Manor has a version of Happy and You Know It where they do different versions of things. So it's not just stomp your feet and clap your hands. They also do things like show your teeth and shoulder dance. And okay, sure. yeah, well, one of them is do the robot. Ooh. And I was getting dinner ready. So William's watching Pancake Manor in the pack and play to, to keep him occupied because Laura's working. And it was playing happy and you know it. And he was going, he was having fun. Like he was jumping around in the pack and play and running back and forth and having a great old time. And he clapped his hands when they said, clap your hands. And, and when they said shoulder dance, he sort of spun. And that, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a move that William likes to do is he likes to spin. So he's, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And when it got to do the robot, he gave this. Oh, he's, he's got a sick robot. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Holy shit. Like, I texted Laura immediately, and I'm like, hon, he just did the robot. And she's like, no way. She, like, came up, and she's like, do it. And I played the song for him again, and he didn't do it. Of course not. But 
Yeah, no. So he did the robot one time. So hopefully he'll be doing it because we always do the robot at him. So now maybe he'll do the robot at us going going forward. But but yeah, so that's how he's been doing. But I got to tell you, last Wednesday was my four year anniversary with my lovely wife. Man, so long. You're an expert. I, I know, right? And four years. I f- well, first of all, my marriage almost didn't make it to four years. I, I got to tell you, <laughs> I got to tell you. So you're familiar with Animal Crossing? Yes. So Animal Crossing, Laura's been playing Animal Crossing. She's having a lot of fun with it. I've told you last week how I'm close to 150 hours in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Laura has surpassed my time in Assassin's Creed Odyssey with her time in Animal Crossing. God damn. How long has that game been out for? Uh, <laughs> it came out on March 20th. A month? Well, a month and a half. Okay. So Laura has put like 150 hours into that game in, in like a month and a half. Okay. So, so she's having a great time. She loves the game. She asked me the one day, she goes, are you ever going to play it? I said, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like a game that I want to play. And she's like, it's, it would be nice if, if you were on my island. Because I think we talked about this. The way the game is situated is you only get one island per switch. So if Laura is first player, everything that I can do as second player is dictated by whether or not Laura has done it because she's first player. Well, of course, Laura being first player and has put in over 150 hours into the game, she's done everything that there possibly is to do. So I would have no issue doing anything I wanted per se. So Laura's like, you know what? It would be great if you were on my Island. And cause then I could just be like, look, my husband's on my Island. It's great. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to play. And she's like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just make you and I'll put you on your Island. And I'm like, well, I don't want that. Cause what if she doesn't like capture my sweet style? Right. That's right. The the artist in you is pushing back against yeah. that notion. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want. I wouldn't want a, a an artist's facsimile of me. I wanted. I want me to be represented by me, kind of a thing, you know. <laughs> so Laura's like, don't worry, I'll just do it. I don't want you to mess it up, kind of a thing, because she's. Well, I don't. I I don't believe. This is. I'm going to backpedal on that one. I don't, not that she said, I don't want you to mess it up. She said something to the effect of, I've worked on my island a lot. I don't want you to, you know, make any changes to my island kind of a thing. Seems just like a synonym of, don't want you to mess it up. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Laura is watching William. I grab the switch and I pop away for 15 minutes and I come back. And Laura's like, where'd you go? And I'm like, oh, I just put myself on your island. And she's like, no, my God, what did you do? Where did you, what did you ruin? What did you put, what did you put yourself? What did you, did you wreck any of my trees? And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I put myself down in a field and one tree got deleted. And she's like, what was it? My peach trees. You know how hard it it took me to get those peach trees. And I'm like, I looked at the trees, all of the trees that you had that I like the tree that I got rid of by accident, mind you, because the game didn't warn me it was going to delete a tree. I put my I put my thing down and, and assuming that it had enough space and then suddenly a tree was gone. I said, look, I looked at the trees. I saw that it was a tree that had no fruit and I put it down there to not affect anything. And she goes, those trees had no fruit because I picked them. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, then I wrecked one of your peach juice, probably. So, so she's she's upset, and I would say understandably so. If I was to, you know, 
I, I put 150 hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. If she kind of came in and beat the game for me and I didn't see the ending, I, I could see how that would make me upset. But I came into Laura's town and I, you know, I messed up her feng shui and she's like, I would have put you here. It would have been really nice. Because here's the thing. When you move into the town, they give you a tent. And like, you know, tents, right? I, I, to me, a tent is a movable object, correct? Yes, I would, I would assume you could move a tent. Yeah, no. You put the tent down and it's like nailed to the ground, concrete forever. Where I put my tent <laughs> thinking it was like, this is an okay place to put it for now, was like, no, you can't move this thing. So Laura absolutely is just furious with me. She deletes me from her island. I do not exist anymore. <laughs> so I've not gone back to the island. I, I, I said to her, if you'd like me to come back, we can do it together kind of a thing. But, f- right. but for now, I, I am steering clear of the island and I don't I don't blame her for for I was going to say, I get a sense you will not be welcome back on the island. Mike. Perhaps not. Perhaps <laughs> not. So, yeah. So my marriage almost didn't last to my anniversary, but we did. Once, once I was deleted from the island, everything was all nice and nice and good and, and all was well with our relationship again. Yeah. But our wedding anniversary, got to say. I feel like the only way my wedding anniversary could have been worse was with a divorce. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Cause it was just not a good day. So let's run through, shall we? With a, a few of the bullet points of why that anniversary was so crap. So first of all, our baby monitor, if you recall on the show, I mentioned we got a, we got a baby monitor from once upon a child for super, super cheap, like a fairly expensive one. Super cheap. Yeah. You got a pretty good deal on that yeah, one. Yeah. It died. Battery's dead. Oh, really? Yep. Absolutely dead. And it could be a number of factors. We looked it up online, and supposedly the battery dying on this model is a very common thing. Okay. We looked into getting a replacement battery. Most places would either overcharge for it. We wouldn't have seen the battery until the middle of next month. Or they only offer pickup. Like, I don't know if you've heard of the store Visions. Visions refer to the item on their website as a pickup item only. So I emailed the closest store and I said, do you have this in stock? And they said, the closest store to your location that has it in stock is British Columbia. (laughs) And for those geography challenged, that's about like, what, 4,000 kilometers away? Yeah, it's not close. Not close. So... Needless to say, we were looking into our other options, like what what could we do to fix things? So the first option was, can we buy another monitor itself, like the actual monitor unit? The camera is fine. The camera works. The monitor itself just will not power on because battery wasn't going to work out. So we looked into buying another monitor. Another monitor is like $90. Okay. I mean, it's not awful. It's not awful. No, but at that point, we might as well just be looking into buying a new camera, right? Right. So we actually did. We actually did buy a new camera for like $5 more than that. (laughs) Like it was just like, you know. So did the monitor work if you had it plugged in? No. It it won't charge. And if you turn it on, it says battery dead and shuts off immediately. And even even if it's like got the charger in it, it doesn't do anything. Yep. It's it's the battery's fried. The things we looked up that it could be is that we had it. Basically, if we weren't using it, it was on the charger. Right. And so it could have burned out because of that. Alternately, sometimes when we were downstairs, we would charge it by plugging it into to like the Nintendo Switch, which I, I assume 
could be an issue because in the past I've had that issue with other things. If you recall, I've had dual shocks die because you use the wrong charger with them. Yeah. The wrong amperage and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite possible that that killed it as well. So either way, I mean, we have this extra camera that still works and it works in multi-camera setups. So once it gets a little more normal out here, we might try to sell it kind of a thing. Right. So yeah, that's the first bit. Our baby monitor dies. We had to buy a new monitor. We had to wait three days to be able to see our baby sleeping. So it was just like three days of like, <gasps> is he really okay? Like, you know, like <laughs> can't see him in there. <laughs> How did we ever do this before? I, well, yeah. before we had the outlet, right? So I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah that, I was going to say you did have the audio yeah. one, but I forgot you had the the, the secret weapon. Yeah, the outlet kept everybody sane and then the outlet went away and then the video kept everyone sane and then we had nothing except the audio one. Yeah. So that was that was the first bit. So we went we went a night without it the night before our anniversary and that was that didn't not a great sleep for either of us. Just kind of like, you know, stressed out about the whole thing. So not a good sleep going into the anniversary. If you recall, I told you about Dante and how Dante was sick and had to go to the vet. Yes. Well, we still have not heard back from the vet what the issue was with Dante, but when Dante came home from the vet, he brought a cold with him. Nice. Well, Dante passed that cold on to Hudson, and Hudson got pink eye from it. <laughs> nice. So, Laura spent the morning taking another cat up to the vet so that we could get more medication for another cat. He's he's doing a lot better now. It's been a week since he's been on the medication. His eye looks so much better. He's starting to sound better. He was wheezing a lot and sneezing a lot and coughing a lot, which is crazy because like I you don't normally hear cats doing that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so for for about a week we had to hold cats while we forced serum pills and eye drops in their eyes. Because we're still giving Dante his medication, right? Right, right, right. And we had to do this five times a day. Wow, that sounds awful. It was (laughs) shitty. Wasn't a fan. Wasn't a fan. Thankfully, most of it's over. Dante's no longer on his medication, and Hudson is almost done his eye drops, and then he just has to to have his antibiotics serum for a few more days, and then, then he's done. Right. Hopefully soon we find out what's going on with Dante. We're still like he's been acting fine with the exception of the fact that since Hudson has come back from the vet, Dante's been a huge dick to Hudson. Like every time Hudson walks by, he like swats at him and growls at him and stuff. And it's like because he's he's stealing his thunder, right? You know, well, we figure it has more to do with the fact that he probably smells like the vet and Dante really didn't like going to the vet, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's a traitor. All right. I got Yeah. You. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like these two are at war. Well, it's not even them. They're, they're at war. It's just every time Hudson walks by, Dante attacks him. So that's been great. So we're hoping that that goes away soon. Basically, once if you, if you, introduce cats and they're fine with each other and then they go away for a certain amount of time and then they get back together it's like you're introducing them all over again right and that's where we are right now so yeah just when you didn't think the day could get any worse we're we're planning our dinner because we were going to do skip the dishes for dinner we're going to do a nice skip the dishes dinner and i was talking to laura and i said you know let me know what what your plans are. Like what 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 you what would you like for dinner? And we'll order dinner at about four o'clock, and then we'll have it for five, and we'll have a nice nice family dinner for for our anniversary. Well, at about three fifty, Laura calls downstairs and tells me to come upstairs, and she's on the phone. And my first thought is, oh, it's the vet, but it wasn't the vet. It was 
Child Protective Services calling. Damn. Because someone has filed an anonymous complaint about Laura. Right. So basically, I'm like completely flabbergasted. Like, what, what are you talking about? How is this, how has this happened? And we get the situation and then I'm going to change the situation just slightly to protect sure. some, sure. some people and locations and stuff. So this is not exactly how it happened, but it's, it's similar. So Laura's outside with William on, and she's got him on the leash, right? And William is having a great time walking around and there's some people on the street and one of them sees William and waves at him. And William is like, oh, I'm going to walk towards this person because this person is, you know, being nice to me kind of a thing, right? Right. So Laura's trying to be like, oh, no, we don't, we don't go near that person, especially in this climate kind of a thing. Like, we, we, what, who knows where they've been kind of a thing. So Laura is trying to, to stop William from, from going over there. And then at the same time, somebody sees that person and recognizes them and then calls over to them. And they, they turn and they're like, oh, hey, how are you doing? So then that group of people, because there's like a group of people across the street, a wife and his kid and a husband. Sure. Yeah. Family or something. Yeah. They start walking over to the same side of the street that Laura and this other person are in. And the guy, the guy that was waving in the first place, he, he starts going like, cause the guy's like, what are you doing? Like, I thought you'd be at work. Cause I guess his, his service is essential kind of a thing. Right. And he's like, oh yeah, a guy I work with has it. So they sent us all home. So like, if you're Laura, right, you're like, I don't want to be anywhere near these people. That guy just admitted he's been near somebody who's got it. Right. And then these people are still coming towards the guy who just said that. Like, they're all crazy. I got to get away from all of these people kind of a thing. So she grabs William and and turns around and, and takes him home. And, I mean, William's a toddler. And he's, what, ha- what do you think happens when he doesn't want, or you're, you're doing something he doesn't want to do, right? He gets upset. Mm-hmm. And he starts freaking out. And William's kind of at this point where he launches himself backwards, you know, if you grab him kind of a thing. Like if you're like, yeah, I guess the both legs and both hands and does the big push. Yeah. And he like pushes himself backwards and his head shoots back and all the stuff. Well, apparently whoever witnessed this and reported it, our money is on the people crossing the street. They said that all of this happened exactly as I said it just did, except it when Laura picked him up, she hit him in the head. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm assuming that William's like back arch of like, no, I don't want you to do what you want me to do might have looked like, you know, somebody was giving him a smack and he like, it was like an impact, you know, kind of a thing. But yeah, no, Laura would never hit William. I know I couldn't believe it. When somebody would even suggest that Laura would hit our son because nobody loves Laura will hit me a million times before she hits our son a single time kind of a thing. Right. So, yeah, no, the fact that that was just kind of like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe that. Well, even better, we found out that it was the it was the protective services from Niagara Falls that was calling. And she's like, I don't know why we we they they reported it to us. And we were like, well. My sister-in-law works for CPS for Hamilton, so no wonder you got the call. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, some sort of like conflict of interest kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. So from there, we spent the next hour or so on the phone with 
the woman from from CPS and we actually like we did a video call because they can't come to your house right now because normally what they would do is they would do you know like a walkthrough to make sure the environment is safe and, and you know like we didn't have like a pool of you know used needles for him to dive into or anything like for that. sure yeah so so we did this video chat and she's like we can do this another day and we were like no no we have nothing to hide we will do this right now kind of a thing so we took her on a video chat tour of the house and we made sure to point out all of the safety things we have up like the pushy you know the cushy corner block guards and the and the locks that go over the bathroom drawers and and all of those things like just you know pointing out everywhere that we're being safe that kind of a thing we gave her a tour of his bedroom and his sleeping arrangements so that she could see that we're practicing safe sleep and it was perfect timing because he had just woken up from a nap so his his bed was exactly how it was when he was asleep so yeah so we were on the phone with her for a long time answered all sorts of fun questions you know, do you drink or abuse drugs was a question that I've, you know, never been asked before, but got, got asked that one. Um, yeah, just, you know, how do you, how do you discipline your child? All, all of this stuff, like just, just tons of questions. So yeah, the question that she's like, okay, well, I think I have all the information I need to right now. She asked us for some references. So we gave her the social worker that we've been working with since William was born prematurely because we were assigned a, a social worker from at the at the hospital so obviously she's been talking to us the whole time so she knows how things are going so we gave her her and we gave her our family doctor because obviously our family doctor looks at him from time to time if you know we were slapping the kid around he'd be covered in bruises and she would see them kind of a thing so they they went to talk to her and because William is so young they have to do follow-up appointments because they can't just like if William was older, they could talk to William alone in a room and be like, does mommy and daddy hit you? And then he could be like, yeah, yeah. Give me the real dirt. Yeah. 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 But he doesn't speak so much more than kitty teeth and shh, shh, shh. So they, we have to do check-in visits with them once a week now to, to show that he's behaving normally and, and he doesn't get upset and, and all of those fun things. So we have to do that for a few more weeks. And basically she told us that based on seeing the house and listening to us and our questions and all of those things, that we, we are basically considered low risk, so to speak. Like they don't, they don't think it's a problem. Right. But they have to do their due diligence and cross their T's and dot their I's and all of that stuff. So basically she just assumes that after she talks to our doctor and the social worker and we have our meetings, because we're going to do at least two to three weeks of meetings, this will all be done. And we won't have to worry about this anymore. Right. So, yeah, not a fun time. Not a fun time. I, I did talk to my sister-in-law about this, and, and she's, she said the same thing based on what – she's like – I mean, if you guys were doing terrible things to your kid, I would have reported you kind of a thing. Like, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, she's got that, that internal connection. So she's, she's kind of gave us a, you know, I, I, based on what you told me, what she said, I, don't, I would expect there's not a big problem. We found out from, from the actual worker who's been talking to us that um, we're going to be on a list forever. Right. Which is not nice to hear. But based on the context that will appear on the list, it's not as bad as it sounds. 
basically you can look our name up on a database of people who have had child services called on them. But you will also see from the information that our case was dismissed very quickly. But we'll be on that list forever. Right. Yeah. On the permanent record. That's right. Yeah. That's on our permanent record, essentially. Uh, people can pull that stuff up if we were to, you know, look for a new job or something like that. Although, again, if they were looking for that kind of stuff, it would say no issues kind of a thing. Like, right. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't an issue. Well, I, I'm certain you're not the first couple to uh, be wrongfully accused of something like this either, right? So I know it's shitty. Yeah. But it's, it's, and basically what we heard was it's, we're not. And my my sister-in-law actually told me that they actually like the occasional case like this because then it proves that every call that they have to make isn't to monsters kind of a thing. Right. You know, like, <laughs> so, so yeah, that was, uh, that's how we miss our, we miss our anniversary dinner. We made up for that on Saturday. We had a nice dinner on Saturday instead. But, uh, yeah, that Wednesday, could have done without that Wednesday. Yeah, man, that is uh that is a series of unfortunate events, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So where do we go from here? Well, I don't <laughs> I don't know, Mike. <laughs> We're so deep into the podcast now. I, know. I don't know where we take this. Well, you know now. what? I got I got a quick one for you. I got a corrections corner based on the last thing that we talked about on the podcast last week, and that was The Last of Us. Okay. And what did we screw up? Well, it wasn't so much that we screwed something up, is that there is new information. Oh, okay. Now, if you remember, I mentioned that it was a disgruntled Naughty Dog ex-employee who leaked the, the spoilers. Yes. Well, that is not true. Sony and Naughty Dog have both put out statements basically saying they know who it did it, and it was not an employee. It was somebody, it was a hacker who utilized an old games server to access their database. And that's how they did it. No, damn. Yeah. So some they, they went to some game that nobody's playing anymore. So my assumption is it was probably the original Last of Us or the Uncharted games because those games, those servers are shut down. So there must have been some code that was left, like some backdoor that was left open when they shut it down or something. And they got onto their servers and that's how they, they got the leak. But it was not an employee. So well, that's good. I'm, I'm always amazed that people are able to get in that kind of way. like. You know, they have it. There's a thing in IT called an air gap. And basically what it is, is if it's important, you just don't connect it to your network, right? It's on its own kind of separate thing and whatever. I'm just shocked that they don't keep like source code and that kind of stuff in its own separate spot away from the internet, away from game servers of all places. Well, right now, that stuff probably is all on. Like, there has to be for people to be able to access it at home kind of a thing, you know? Who knows? There there could be any reason why that stuff was available. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. But something else that I meant to follow up on this week that I completely forgot to was last week we, we started off talking about the NFL Draft. Oh, no. Do we have a follow-up on that? I think there was a... Uh, wasn't the CFL draft this weekend? I thought I saw something about that. Maybe, yeah. I don't remember. I, I think they had talked about it or something. Yeah, like that. I saw something about it, and I was I made a note to myself to pull things up and be like, let's talk about the CFL draft <laughs> this week, just to, <laughs> just to follow up on that one, but I forgot to, so, so we didn't. But if you recall, the NFL thing, that was 
a listener on Twitter that, that said that we should follow up on that. We actually did get a message this week of something that somebody thought we should talk about. And with, with the few minutes of time that we have left to chat about, why not bring that up? It was about whether or not I was going to fall into the dark side and join you in the world of PC Master Race gaming. That's right. I don't think he said master race, but I'm probably implied. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, yeah. I I don't I don't see the word PC without seeing master race after it. <laughs> and you did say, Mike, that you're taking little baby steps in. I am. I am. Uh, I'm not about to buy a new computer because I have a lot of vet bills to pay off. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that is something that I will not be investing in anytime soon. But. I have. I've, I've been. I've added my Steam library. My Steam library is now five games. Ooh. No, sorry, six games. It's six. six games. And how many games from this decade? Oh, I guess that's not fair because it's twenty twenty. Last ten years. Literally every single one of those games is. Oh, from, really? Oh, from wow. this decade. So yeah, they are all rather recent games, and five of the six games are Jackbox party games. <laughs> now that 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 brings the question mike is like does that make you a pc gamer if the jackbox is your primary gaming situation but you know what i'm playing a lot of jackbox these days you know like i i have a standing standing jackbox party night with my coworkers every thursday now to keep morale boosted actually one of my coworkers today told me that he absolutely loves that I brought this up to the team because it's something he looks forward to every week because that way he can keep in touch with everybody. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I hope uh, my boss gets that feedback when it comes time for raises. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but, community director. But yeah, but I, I, we did we did a Jackbox night with you the other night, and we actually did a Jackbox night with my sister-in-law and her boyfriend the other night as well. So there's been a lot of Jackbox nights going on. Well, that's good. Well, we played Jackbox 4 yes. yesterday. And, and you went out because we I own it, right? I own one through five. There is a sixth out now and a seventh, I think, is coming later this year or something like that. But I had never played four before. And what was your winner? What was your loser of the games on there? Because each Jackbox usually has five or six games. My big winner, I would say, is survive the Internet. I like to survive the Internet. Yes, that was my favorite by far. Yeah, yeah. that game was a lot of fun. And I would say my loser was bracketeering. Bracketeering was kind of lame. I feel like bracketeering would be better with a big group. I I could say if you had like 16 people, I think bracketeering would be pretty good. But for a group of four, it was kind of shitty. Yeah, like I liked I liked it. But of the games that we played, I would say it was the weakest. See, I did not like the dating game. Uh, I'm just going to look up the name. What, the Monster Match Party or whatever it was? Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, that was far and away my least favorite game. And I would continue on and say it's one of my least favorite games of all the Jackbox really? games that I've played. I actually, yeah. I actually thought that that one was a lot of fun. The only reason... Did you? The, the, the issue that I had with that game was because there was such a small group, they instituted a fifth player that no one wanted anyone to do with. And because of that, we all lost the game because no one interacted with the fifth player. <laughs> that's true, the robot. Yeah. So like, that's the only thing about that one I didn't like. I, I enjoyed texting people and sending them you know hilarious sweet nothings i completely ignored your wife i will say <laughs> <laughs> and i did the same to yours yeah. that's right yeah. that's just respect Mike. i think we flirted with each other probably the most probably we danced around and and you know got 
we got a, we had a date or two out of yeah that. yeah but yeah no i've been playing the jackbox games the other game because i i said as i said five of the six games are jackbox games the other game is a game i have not played but i got it because it was free and i've been told by people that i should play it and it's oh god what is it called I've I've talked about this before. Is not it the on, Pac-Man game? No, that you, no. Uh, oh. It's it's um Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh, okay, you take it from here, Mike. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have no idea what. Part that of is. me wants to not really talk about Doki Doki Literature Club because once you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like something. Oh, okay. Well, then leave yeah. It. Then leave. So it. Doki yeah. Doki Literature Club is like it's a dating sim. Oh, it's one of those ones. Okay, yeah. enough said, That's Mike. all I'll I say have, is it's a dating sim and that you should... I have seen those ones on Twitch before. Yeah. People play in those yeah. ones. Yeah, okay. so I'm going to... I'm gonna At some point, because one of my old coworkers was like, you need to play Doki Doki Literature Club. And I'm like, I already know what's going on, but I, I still would like to play it. So I grabbed it at one point. So that that's my six games. Is that Jackbox 3, 4, 5, Drawful 2, and Quiplash? Because I bought Quiplash on its own because it was on sale, not knowing that Jackbox 3, which includes Quiplash 2, was on sale. So I would not have bought Quiplash 1 had I known Quiplash 2. And, Ooh, and that yes. just, yeah. Well, they're basically the same game, just different prompts and stuff. Exactly. It? It's I'm different prompts. Sure. But Quiplash 3 coming out this later this year. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is with the, the different... But because J- Quiplash 2 is in the another game already, we're usually already in a game and people are like, well, let's play Quiplash. And I'm like, do you want to play Quiplash 1? You know, no, let's just play the one that's here. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there we go. That That's the update on my PC gaming availability, I guess. Well, that's good. Now we need people to vote. Does that make Mike a PC gamer or not? Well, here's the thing. This is what I was going to suggest when, when I saw this is... Now that I'm playing so many Jackbox games online, why don't we hold a Jackbox night with the community? Well, that'd be pretty fun, actually. Yeah, like, we'll pick a night. It, like, obviously, I'm not saying right now, but we'll give it some time. I mean, I feel like we're going to be doing this for a while. Maybe sometime later this month, we'll pick a day. We'll advertise it on our Facebook and, and Twitters and and be like, hey, everybody, we're going we're gonna to play Jackbox, and it'll be fun. And if people show up, then we can all play together, and if nobody shows up, then you and me can still play, and it'll be fun. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to do it on Twitch then. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to set up that that Microsoft Teams meeting. <laughs> no, everybody. no, we do it. We do it on Twitch and <laughs> and see how it goes. I think. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's a that's a fun idea, Mike. So maybe next week we'll have some details on that. But I think for now that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads. Let's see if I can do it. You can follow along with our adventures in podcasting. Nope, can't. <laughs> You're out, out already. Out already. Right. But that was a good start, though. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds, full-time dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us to let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds, full-time dads.com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I am Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. 